This is the Data Privacy Detective, and today we're going to be talking about the meaning of lawful processing. Lawful processing of personal data under the General Data Protection Regulation of the European Union. What are the alternatives to establish that processing of personal data is going to be lawful? Now the EU's GDPR comes into directly applicable effect on May 25, 2018. Processing is defined very, very broadly by Article 4.2 of the GDPR. It encompasses a wide variety of ways in which personal data of European residents and things that happen in the European Union involving individuals are held or used by businesses and people. Article 6 describes what constitutes the lawfulness of processing. It lists six different alternatives for when processing is lawful. Now the first and most basic is what the European Union's approach to data privacy is really recognized for and that is explicit consent of people, of what we call data subjects, that's what people are called in the data privacy world. And it says that processing is lawful, quote, if the data subject has given consent to the processing of his or her personal data for one or more specific purposes, close quote. Express consent's at the heart of the European approach, but consent's not the only basis for lawful processing of personal data. So let's talk about the other five. Article 6.1, Section B, allows a processor to use personal data to do what, quote, is necessary for the performance of a contract to which the data subject is a party, close quote or, quote, to take steps at the request of the data subject prior to entering into a contract, close quote. So if, it, let's say, an individual orders goods or services and provides name, address, payment details, then the uh, seller here can consider whether to sell and use the personal data that's been offered by the data subject to consider, accept, and fulfill the order. Now let's consider a, a job applicant. Let's say a French resident applies for a position with a global company with, the, let's say, a U.S. presence or headquarters uh, that has operations uh, in the EU and elsewhere. What does the company do in his comma job application? Consent to the company's consideration is pretty obvious. It's implicitly obvious when an unsolicited application is received. And so the company can consider the application and there's going to be processing to do that. Say the U.S. business approves a person to work at uh, the French subsidiary. So here you have then a French resident joining the French subsidiary of a U.S. headquartered company. Then the first part of 6.1b comes into play when an employment agreement is created. And that agreement should specify uh, one way or another, how the data is going to be collected about that person and used in connection with employment. With clear wording in an employment agreement, then, the company can comply with the rules on how data are processed for these purposes, such as depositing funds into the person's bank account, uh, providing health care benefits, and so on. 
Recitals that accompany the GDPR's articles explain this approach. Recital 39 begins rather vaguely. It says any processing of personal data should be lawful and fair. Nice aspirational comment. And this is followed by specifics focused on transparency. A separate subject we will deal with later, requiring that the data subject be informed about how the personal data is going to be used, stored, corrected when it's in error and otherwise protected. Recital 40 then puts the focus on express consent of the data subject for applicable personal data that a business obtains and uses. It says, quote, personal data should be processed on the basis of the consent of the data subject concerned, close quote. Although it does give an escape hatch, it says, uh, quote, or some other legitimate basis laid down by law, close quote. And then it defines what it means to be laid down by law to say what the EU or a member state of the European uh, says by law. Uh, including uh, the need for compliance with legal obligations to which a controller of personal data is subject, or the need to perform a contract to which the data subject is a party, or in order to take steps at the data subject's uh, request before entering into a contract. So a business holding personal data can use information to comply with its or the controller's legal obligations including carrying out contractual duties. Now there's a third alternative uh, to establish lawful, uh, lawful processing, and that's if the, quote, processing is necessary for compliance with a legal obligation to which the controller is subject, close quote. Now it's explained that this is uh, very similar and connected in a way to a fourth alternative that appears at uh, subsection E of Article 6.1, and that's when processing is, quote, necessary for the performance of a task carried out in the public interest or in the exercise of official authority vested in the controller, close quote. Now these two somewhat linked alternatives, uh, somewhat similar alternatives, recognize that natural and legal persons can have duties imposed by law to hold and process personal data to meet legal obligations. Article 6.3, however, limits the extent of these alternatives by providing that the basis of processing under these alternatives, and note these are not with the consent necessarily at all of the data subject, that the extent of these alternatives, quote, shall be laid down by, close quote, either EU law or member state law, member states being those who belong to the European Union, uh, at least uh, by a law when the controller is subject uh, to EU or member state law. So as worded, this alternative doesn't provide a lawful basis for processing if a business is subject to a requirement imposed by law of a non-EU jurisdiction, let's say U.S. law. So it doesn't directly create a, an escape hatch for that. And, and that's going to create disputes, one would think, when a non-EU business is required to handle data in a certain way to comply with its home country laws. Let's say uh, holding documents for a fixed number of years beyond what uh, Europe may uh, say is appropriate. 
Now there's a fifth alternative uh, for lawful processing, and that's if processing is, quote, necessary in order to protect the vital interests of the data subject or of another natural person, close quote. Now recital 46 warns this is really a provision of last resort. Let's say there's a natural disaster uh, or an epidemic raging and uh, personal data about an individual's used to help save their life or something like that. Well then this alternative certainly applies. But otherwise it's not, uh, not, a, not a certain one to rely on. It's the last uh, one you should turn to, uh, but it's available if, if this applies. Now the sixth alternative is the least explicit, and uh, listen carefully to this, I'm going to quote. So it applies when, quote, processing is necessary for the purposes of the legitimate interest pursued by the controller or by a third party, except where such interests are overridden by the interests or the fundamental rights and freedoms of the data subject which require protection of personal data, comma, in particular where the data subject is a child, close quote. Now that was a lot of words, but it, you can tell it's a balancing here of legitimate interests of a controller or a third party balanced against the interests of the data subject. Now that is probably best viewed as a kind of catch-all provision for businesses that don't obtain express consent for uses of personal data that they want to undertake. Recital 47 offers some examples of uh, how this alternative can be applied, uh, including that uh, lawful use, a use, quote, could exist in situations such as where the data subject is a client or in the service of the controller, close quote. Direct marketing is specifically mentioned in this recital as an example of an interest that, quote, may be regarded, close quote, as legitimate. Of course, when you hear may be regarded as legitimate, you wonder, will it be regarded as legitimate? And that's, that, that, that requires this balancing that this exception, uh, uh, that this alternative to lawful processing contains. So balancing is going to be needed, and, and it can't be relied on as a kind of wholesale way of uh, uh, lawfully processing data without a data subject's consent. But it's there in the regulation. Well, the lawfulness of processing is a starting point for whether personal data uh, governed by the GDPR can be gathered and processed. Personal data must also be processed fairly and in a transparent manner in relation to the data subject. That's Article 5.1. Uh, considering these principles with the limited instances in which lawfulness can be established without the consent of the data subject means that the surest means of ensuring that process will be recognized as lawful is to get the consent of data subjects for the particular uses of personal data that are governed by the GDPR. In our next uh, podcast summary, we're going to explore how consent can be obtained and documented. This is the Data Privacy Detective signing off for this podcast. And remember, protecting your personal data begins with you.